welcome to. I'm talking here. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> you know. And with me, Aaron Day. And me, Rob Brent. And it's Adam. Adam. Hello. Hello, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I like your water bottle, Adam. It's nice of a birthday present. Do you want to describe it to the, uh, to the listeners? Oh, yes, please do, Adam. So imagine a water bottle. Mm. It's, it'll have a hole at the top and a screw cap. But this one has got a slightly chrome effect to it. Yeah. Um, the top half is a light blue. Mm-hmm. The bottom half is a slightly darker blue. Yeah. And we have a golden A. What does that stand for? Anarchy. Yay. <laughs> no, Do you know what that actually looks like, that A? It looks like the movie studio for Annapurna. Annapurna mm. Productions or Annapurna Studios. Is it Annapurna's... Uh, I'm what, sure, I'm sure me I was sitting there thinking, Annapurna, classic. Mm. Now, I was going to say it looks homemade. It Do you think... It isn't because it, it looks it yeah look because you can made. see you can see where like the obvious paint lines are oh, on the bottle. Don't, don't go in on his like. No, no, I'm, I'm, try, no I'm trying to say that it's, really it's a nice. This. If it's homemade, it's, it's a nice touch. Oh. Left the price tag on. If it's, <laughs> if it's not homemade, you've been ripped off. Uh, no, I liked it. Oh, I really liked I know, it. I do. I'll stick with you. Uh, just yeah. because I've said I've, I can see like the clear paint lines of things doesn't mean that I dislike. I like the rustic effect. It's just good. It doesn't stand for Aaron. It could stand for Aaron though. So it doesn't. Does I mean, it? it does just. It just. It does just have the letter A on it. I'll get you one for Christmas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. What would you like for Christmas from well, me in return? My two front teeth. Uh, but you've got those in your head already. In, in your my head, head. <laughs> not in your mouth. <laughs> you store them just in, in your head. Just imagining me two front teeth. That's enough. Mm. Um, I right. Don't know. What do I want? What would you want? What? Oh, oh here's a good question for everybody. <laughs> if you could have any movie-based paraphernalia for Christmas, what would you have? I don't know. Sa- uh, Samuel Jackson's arm from Jurassic Park. Arm. Yeah. Arm specifically, like the, the, the prop, not the actual <laughs> like the prosthetic. No, yeah. The right. Yeah. He, he couldn't actually have his arm. No, I don't think insane. he lopped off his arm for no. that film. But there, yeah, there we'll have that. Okay, I have, n- I have no idea. Well, something decent. So yeah, but what? Yeah, but be more specific. So really decent. <laughs> okay. What do you have? Because you you must have been thinking about this. Yeah. Um, I would have. Um. Oh, I if do you know what? If my local Tyneside Cinema did an unlimited card. I would have yes. that for Christmas. I would have that. That's not, that's it's not, not movie-based paraphernalia. That's I'm very sorry. Film. Okay. <laughs> the famous time I've seen the film. I can All just right. tell you stuff <laughs> I want for Christmas. I would want, do you know what I would want? That doesn't exist. I would want Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box from Seven. Oh, my God. From, from, the, film, from the film Seven. And then what I would do is I would just... I would just put it in random places so that when Ashley opened a door or or opened a cupboard and it would just be there and it would freak her out every single time. That's w- what a brilliant prank that would be. That's horrendous. That's worse than my home decor prank. Do oh, I don't know. We don't need to. I'd have uh, maybe <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's silhouette. Ooh, yeah, nice. I'd take that. How would you achieve such a thing? No, you well, know, surely you did mean? it enough that as you do it more and more, it, it's got to start burning onto some stuff. <laughs> so I'd just take that. Whatever it's burned onto, <laughs> okay. I'll take that. You make it sound as if Hitchcock walked around in some sort of like, <laughs> that like wasn't gave off loads of like radiation, like nuclear radiation, yeah. so like his shadow burnt onto Well, things. as well, surely he couldn't have turned up for them all. So I bet they just had like a standby silhouette. I want that. 
Brilliant. Yeah. Go on then. Go on with your home improvements. Impress Kevin McLeod. Go on. All right. So my home improvement, right? Is it movie related? No, it's terrible. Okay. But it's related to Graham Potter's head in the box. Yeah. Right. So basically, I got a help to buy ISA at the weekends. Right. Well, isn't oh, it? Isn't, isn't Adam growing up? Water bottle. Water bottle ISA. ISA. What's next? I was like, right. What's we, what my mansion gonna be like? So I thought. Have you ever seen the film Downsizing? Yeah. It'll basically be like that. Brilliant. <laughs> so, right, I'm thinking I'm going to put some curtains up. Yeah. But on a wall. Right. So when I invite guests over, yeah. they'll open the curtains and they'll be really confused and I'll laugh at them. Because there's just a brick just wall on the other side. with it. Brilliant. Like, no, I understand. <laughs> The I understood. Is, Didn't mean it was good. It's not like I don't understand the concept behind it. I was just laughing to go, oh, there's no window. I'm closing down the wall. Well, Adam, all I'll say is, is we, we wish you all the best with your help to buy ISA. Thank you. Um, I never had such a thing. I did I did get given inheritance money by, by an auntie that, that passed away. And I blew it all on DVDs and games oh in my first but couple of years of uni because I was irresponsible. Did you have enough to like build a house out of those DVDs and games? Like a little mini fort? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Over so, the years. Yeah, so. definitely. Anyway. Anyway. What's on the podcast this week, Rob? We are going all Irish, man. Yes. Yes. Um, so we have all watched the film The Irishman, which is the three and a half hour Martin Scorsese <laughs> epic uh, which takes a lot of time to watch especially when you have a full-time job and a family to care for but despite all that we've, we've all made time to make sure we've watched it and be ready for the podcast because we wouldn't repeat a triple frontier <laughs> scenario again so no a, a triple frontier scenario was when if i watched it twice no it would be if you watched one film and i watched another film i didn't watch any and yeah. Adam didn't watch it. In Almost fact, there. This is a completely unique situation. Yeah. Well, just to say, so I will be reviewing The Irishman because these two idiots haven't <laughs> spent the time to bother now, to watch it. Now, you say you've got a full-time job and a family. I've also got education on top of both. I, on top of a family like, yeah. that you care for. Yeah. I don't, are you saying I hate me, ma? <laughs> <laughs> hey, ma, come open the curtains. <laughs> So Rob is going to review The Irishman because Adam and I are irresponsible idiots. Uh, and uh, But we're also going to talk about our favourite Irish people yes. in films in general. Best Irish character in a film. See what we're doing there. Now, do they... Okay, well... They have we, to be Irish, yes. Uh, what, like the actual actor does? Oh, no. 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 Just the character itself. The character has character. to be an Irish right. character. Okay, brilliant. That's fine. Shall we... And then we're also going to do uh, our good and the bad, but this time it's going to be the good, the bad, and the Brent. Yes. And then we'll also do 30-second recommendations and Adam's plot twist. Fantastic. Brilliant. Oh, talking about plot twist, I went to go see Sigrid last week. Yes, you said? Yes. How was it? She was okay. Oh. Uh, really? she, yeah, well, she was all right. That's a plot she, twist. She's a good, she's a good, uh, she's a good live singer. Mm-hmm. Good live band. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't I think it, she was on for an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, she's quite a, not a tiny person, but not not a towering presence on stage. So <laughs> you needed to be up close and personal. Like twenty foot tall. Yeah. Yeah. No, not that at all. It's disappointing. But she uh, she's got good pipes. Yeah. Yeah, and some good pop tunes. Yeah. 
Um, but she finished on the song that Ashley hates the most. Which song is that? Don't sing it. Just say the song. <laughs> it's called Don't Feel Like Crying. How's that one go? That's... How's that one go? Now sing it. Don't feel like crying. Oh, I do know that song. Is it the... Um... I haven't helped you yet, but if I do, yes. I'll get upset. And that's that the one. part that Ashley hates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. On with the, move yeah, on? on with the podcast. Hey, moving on. So, so to celebrate uh, the release of The Irishman on Netflix, we are going to discuss our favourish Irish people. Favourish. <laughs> favourish. Favourish. Favourite Irish people in yep. films now we've established that the these are irish characters do not necessarily have to be played by irish actors or actresses uh is that right rob yes okay so we're all just going to nominate one person each yes and then right. vote on our favorites but yes. we can't vote of our own one yes let's do this then yeah. so which shall i start yeah go for it so my favourite Irish character is also, I believe, played by... Oh, I might be wrong with this. Uh, my favourite Irish <laughs> character is the character Brendan in the film Sing Street. Oh, you've gone oh, Sing, Street. Sing Street. Brendan, Have you gone Sing Street? No, I haven't. Have you gone Sing Street? Uh, well, I uh, was going to go Sing Street. Okay. So I, just, I thought you like, were going to go Sing Street. You, so you two talk while I find so another Brendan, Irish person. Brendan is the brother of the main character in Sing Street. And he is... Now... Uh, I can't remember the name of the main character, but I Cosmo. Remember... Thank Connor. you. Yes, Connor. Um, Did you research? Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Brendan is kind of responsible for Connor's um, enlightening to sort of to his sort of his music collection, and when he's starting up a band, um, when he moves into this new secondary school, he's got the best lines pretty much in most of the film. He is he is very much. The, uh, the 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 Gandalf, as it were, within Sing Street, and that's why I love him as, so much. And Jack Rayner is a great actor, um, and I even I, I liked him as a character. I didn't like his character, but I liked his acting in Midsummer as well. Oh yeah, I don't like his character though. No goodness. Yeah. So yeah. So my my nomination, Brendan from Sing Street. Now he wasn't the character I picked from Sing Street. Okay. Who so. do you pick? Well, the best character from Sing Street. Do you know who the best character it was, from was Sing it, Street was is? Was it the bully? It's the bully! Yeah, it yes, the bully. he is the best character. So Barry. Barry. Barry is your best character in Sing Street. Do you but, agree? No, because <laughs> I, would have, I would have selected Barry instead yeah, of but, Brendan. No, but he's, he's so much better because he's he's got, in terms of he starts off as just someone you absolutely hate and he's getting all in Cosmo's face and doing all of this and then they very subtly unpack his story and at the end he has his purpose for it and you absolutely love Barry because of that whereas your character what's his face Brendan 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 Yes, he's got his whole thing, but it's all the, the sad thing of going through that I never got to live because of all these other things that are going on there. And yes, I love the film. I love the characters. But just Barry at the end brings me <laughs> so much joy. Like when Cosmo comes over to him and says, you just don't exist. And he's like, I can't even comprehend what you're saying to me because I'm Barry and I'm a bully. Um, and then he goes on to be such a delight. So good. Excellent. <laughs> I, I still think Brendan's a better character. But I don't know. See... I groove both, but <laughs> Barry is just say on another level. 
That's fair enough. I think everybody's got their uh, reasons. But there was loads of great characters, characters in that film. Like loads of. I, I, I don't think there's a bad. There's not a character that sticks out as being bad in that film. No, I think no, you it's could a pick well. Them all. Yeah. It's a well-written. Even film. the smaller ones, which are just like in the band, are brilliant. Like I forget, is it like the ginger one who's the manager? Yeah, yeah he is not, small. He's not in it a lot, but when you remember this film really well, because mm. brilliant film. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, best films ever. I would argue. Yeah. Um, it's like that scene where he just goes into the, was it the only black kid's house? Yeah. In yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. But everyone's written the, brilliantly. There's so yeah. many jo- If you there's haven't so seen Sing Street, we've spoiled various things in it, but, but you should so definitely, definitely, definitely watch it. It's fun. Should I stick with that? My other one, I, I go could for think it. Of yeah, yeah, no, go uh, for a different Ray film. from In Bruges. Yeah. So played by Colin Farrell. Yeah. Very, very funny film, but also very yeah. dark humour. Uh, very sad, and he presents with a character that you could hate. Uh, I'll try not to spoil it, but and you do find out he's done something pretty atrocious. Yeah, but actually, y- you find this such complex character throughout the film, and it keeps delivering the laughs throughout. So it's this thing I can't decide whether it's because of the film mm. or it's because of Ray's character. But I'm, I might go Ray. I think do he's. You, but do you think? Forgive me for not knowing the names of the actual characters, but. Do you think that he is a, a better? He's, 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 I think he is better written for perhaps than Brendan Gleeson's character in it. Yes, I think Brendan Gleeson serves a purpose. Yeah, but he's not Knuckles McGinty. No, which he, he should be. Put Knuckles McGinty <laughs> into In Bruges, straight from Panton Two. Wait a and second, you've, you've got something there. Knuckles McGinty is an Irish character, isn't he? Is he in the film? In Panton is Knuckles 2? McGinty Irish? Wait, he, is actually? Well, I don't I think, think he is. is. Does he not have an Irish accent? No, he says no. Baguette, but that's not Irish. Yeah, but he has an Irish accent Whoa, in the film. Right, Adam, go to, your, go to your your character, right. and I'm, I'm going to find out, because if Knuckles McGinty is <laughs> Irish... I'm fairly sure he's oh meant to be an Irish character. Oh, my God. Right, right. Adam, go for it. Adam, your favourite Irish character? Assuming that Knuckles McGinty <laughs> is not Irish... Yeah. Because this will change if this is revealed. Right. Um, I'm going to go for the Leprechaun. From Leprechaun series. <laughs> of course you are. You'd never find that on any list as well. Oh, right. Now, we need to be very careful here because, well, okay, no, we don't. It's a fantastical character. It doesn't exist. But also, right, why? Why, your, why is that your favourite Irish character? See, in especially the first three films, the character has done fantastically. Can I very quickly just make a confession? Never seen a single Leprechaun film. Never seen it. Likewise. Yeah. Like, never. Never. First one, pretty good starting point, seeing as the first one. Um, <laughs> but I'll say definitely the third one's the best. This is where the, the where Leprechaun's introduced. Right. Um, but why why that one specific Leprechaun? That I've come, well, it's just the entire character is in, it's entrenched within. Is, is Leprechaun played by Warwick Davis? Warwick Davis. Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. In six films. There's been six Leprechaun films. No, there's been more. He just hasn't played them anymore. What? So basically there's six. Yeah. Then they rebooted it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I saw like Dark and Gritty. So how many times has he played Leprechaun? He's played them six <laughs> times. But you said not in all six films. No, like there's more films. I haven't played them all. Uh, oh, there's more than six Leprechaun yeah. films. Right, there I understand is now. Six, seven, eight. There's nine in total. He's only played them six. But yeah. Him as Leprechaun, he's just, it's f- just this dark humour, it's funny, it's incredibly Irish. 
Um, Sorry, we we have to apologise, podcasters. Uh, Rob is currently <laughs> put a mobile phone next to his head <laughs> to try and listen to Brendan Gleeson's accent in the film Paddington Two it's to see I... if to see if Knuckles McGinty is an Irish character. Do you know what's even more ridiculous than that? What I'm terrible at knowing accents for people, as you can tell. I'm from Hull, and where was my accent? It's gone. I don't have it. Yeah, so you're, me you're trying pretty to, neutral. Me trying to determine whether he's got an Irish accent or not is a non-starter, really. However, I typed in Knuckles McGinty nationality, and it said Irish. Yes. But that was linked to Brendan Gleeson. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so, hold on. You're from Hull? I'm from Hull, yes. But see, now the way you say Hull... Sorry, Hull. Well, the way you say Hull, you've got that... You've got the... Hull Have it. I? Yeah, but you've just added the H on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Did you... There. Right. Sorry, we're going off topic slightly. But <laughs> Forget yours, Adam. Did you did you know that I I lived in Humberside for like three months as a kid? No way. Yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, Hull. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts in Hull though? I cannot remember because I was like seven at the time. I can't remember. Because I I actually lived in Ezel, next to the Umber Bridge. Rings a bell. I did used to live near the Humber Bridge. Mm. And my granddad helped to build the Umber Bridge. Only for like three months before before the summer. Yeah. And then I moved back down to Stevenage. Mm. Anyway, Irish people. Um, so is surely Knuckles McGinty is Irish. I don't know. It doesn't, I be. don't think he is. We, right. I don't feel right. I think, I think, right, this is <laughs> the way, this is the way we go, suspicious. right? Adam, you stick with your leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. Okay. I'm going to stick with Brendan from Sing Street. You go for Knuckles McGinty. I've won! From Paddington <laughs> 2. Okay. So, Adam, you go first with... Actually, no, Rob, you go first with the vote. Knuckles McGinty. No, you can't vote oh, for your sorry. own. Oh, um, sorry. No, I can't, I can't vote for yours, Adam. Um, Sing Street, I'll go for Brendan. Thank you. Even though Barry's better. Right, Adam, over to you. Which one are you voting for? Are we... Are we... Knuckles McGinty. Yeah. Knuckles McGinty is Irish person. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Knuckles then, isn't it? Knuckles McGinty. Okay, and uh, my my vote will also go to Knuckles McGinty from Paddington too. And it might be ridiculous because he might not be Irish, so we might yeah. have voted for the best <laughs> Irish character <laughs> who's not an Irish character, but at least the actor is. Can we at least say that Brendan is a runner-up? No, well, no, no, no. Why not a runner-up? No. If you both had to vote for a second one, Leprechaun. Vote for Ray. From in Bruges or Barry? Ah, uh, Barry. Oh, yeah, right, Barry. Okay. Barry yeah. comes second. <laughs> Barry comes second. Then Leprechaun. <laughs> then yours. Especially from Leprechaun Three, because you went downhill in Leprechaun in space. <laughs> like that's not a, that's not a joke, right? Because in every Leprechaun film, he rhymes everything when right. he talks. In Leprechaun Four, the scriptwriters just couldn't be bothered. It doesn't rhyme anything now, and it got me really angry. I thought we'd got rid of the good, the bad, and the bad on. Why, why are we still doing this? Because we're not Irish people, aren't we? <laughs> we didn't get rid of it. We just put it on hold whilst yeah. Adam okay. watched okay. some more bad films. Excellent. Okay, so congratulations to Knuckles McGinty Yay. for winning Best Irish Character in a Film. Fantastic. <laughs> on to the review. I can't wait. And now we move on to our review part of the show. Is it a classic? No. Is the question. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Rob, over to you. And Adam and I can only apologise. We're going to move slightly further away from you so that you don't hurt us. So, as I, I thought I'd take one for the team and actually do what was needed so we could have a review... I watched all three and a half hours of The Irishman. 
and if I could be in Aaron's or Adam's position right now, I would be. Whoa! That okay. is three and a half hours of my life. I am never getting back. Okay, so the film is directed by Martin Scorsese, his first film to be released largely exclusively for a streaming service, in this case Netflix. Um, much has been... Uh, spoken about in regards to this film in mm -hmm. terms of particularly most recently in regards to Martin Scorsese's comments um, over uh, Marvel and Marvel superhero movies and their and their place within cinema and whether they are cinema films so to speak um, what what was that you don't know about this no so uh, Martin Scorsese in Empire magazine a couple of months ago um, in a in a in a in, a, in a, a full kind of like Q&A session it was celebrating him as a director and the question was about uh, Marvel films and you know his his take on Marvel movies and, and, and sort of comic book slash superhero movies in general and he said that actually superhero movies especially sort of recent versions of them are more akin to sort of theme park rides than they are to actually like cinematic films um, and you know, there's been some people that have come out on, on his side and say they agree with that. Lots of people have largely disagreed. Some people have taken things way too far and like promised to never watch a Scorsese film ever again or oh, like, rubbish like that, which yeah. is stupid. Um, but, but yes, that's that's where he's come from. But I feel like I've hijacked your review here, Rob. No, it's absolutely fine. So to give you an overview of what this film is, we're going to the 1950s with truck driver Frank, played by Robert De Niro. Mm. And he gets involved with Russell, played by Joe Pesci, and uh, his crime family. And as he climbs the ranks, he also goes to work for Jimmy Hoffa, played by Al Pacino. Okay. So tell us about uh, your expectations before moving into the film. Now, I, I quite like Scorsese. Um, but that was more based on The Departed. Like, that's probably one that sticks in my mind. I've also seen Shutter Island as well, which I quite liked. Mm. I know not many people did. Um, so actually going in, I was I was hoping for something quite interesting because sometimes in terms of gangster movies, they're not particularly my bag. Okay, I didn't have high hopes with it, but I thought it'd be a fairly decent entertaining film. When I saw it was three and a half hours long, didn't really want to watch it, but I thought, you know what, we're recording next week. <laughs> I'll make sure I spend the time to watch this. And I traipsed myself through all three and a half hours, <laughs> just waiting and waiting for this film to end. And the thing with it is it's not, like Scorsese can direct. Yeah. It's not a thing with direct, but it just, I'm not really sure what I was meant to, or why it was happening like why why I was learning about his life. Okay. One thing I will say is really good, but it's slightly confusing as well, is in terms of the aging that they do on the main characters, because you do flip between different uh, time periods. And I still don't. I haven't seen Joe Pesci in a, a film for a long time, so I don't still don't know how old Joe Pesci looks, uh, because he looks various different um, ages within this film. Um, but they they did a very good job of that, of re-aging them. Yeah, and I yeah. think it, I don't, I mean, I don't know, I haven't looked into it. I don't think it was through CGI processes. I think I think it was potentially just good good makeup and stuff like that. Is it CGI? Yeah, it is CGI. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, 
You, you could have just said that outright rather than whispering. It's like no one else is going to hear. Sorry, yeah. It, they, they use CGI processes in order well, to, in fairness, to do that. Well, in fairness, all I'm saying there is the, how the, good CGI is, especially in Marvel films. The same that they did for... <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, good one. Yeah, like they did for, I want to say, um, uh, Michael Douglas for Ant-Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in, in fairness to them, and uh, like Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, of course, Captain Marvel. Yes. Phenomenal. Yeah. Westworld as well. Right. Matthew Hopkins. Right, okay, I've not seen that. Uh, no, season. yes, yeah. In, yeah uh, it's another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sorry, carry on. But yeah, I mean, I kind of wanted to see your take on it because I knew that I just didn't... I was looking forward to your take I as well. I was looking forward to your take. Thank because you. I, yeah. In terms of Scorsese, what's, what's your expectation of this film? Um, okay. No, I just said all that. So I, I am a... I think Scorsese is an excellent storyteller. Um, I put him up there in the same kind of echelon as someone like Francis Ford Coppola. Um, and Steven Spielberg um, and um, and Jane Campion, um, but I think that um, he, yeah, I, I I do love a lot of Scorsese films. I love Goodfellas in particular, mm-hmm. um, and I love The King of Comedy, um, and I I really like Shutter Island and. Um, like one of my favourite Scorsese films is actually Hugo. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that film. Um, so yeah, my I think, but perhaps having a more limited understanding or knowledge of Scorsese's back catalogue would probably actually I don't know whether it would put you in a better stead because you're you're not then comparing it with previous Scorsese films. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so give us your overall opinion of the <clears throat> film then, Rob. <sighs> And that's the review right there. <laughs> We're now right. Perfect. Okay. okay. To be... I, I think this comes back in terms of what I look for in terms of films. And you already know, I'm very character-driven. Yes. And I think my issue with this is that I didn't like any of the characters. They're doing horrible things and just being horrible people. Mm. Um, so to have to be subjected to them for so long... And there's, there was... There was no sort of increase in terms of tension at any points, and I didn't feel, um, I don't know, necessarily invested with what was happening. The stuff was just happening. Like, it was almost like instead of when someone engages you in terms of learning history, Mm. someone just stands at the front of the class and reads it out of a book. Right. So it's all there. It all all makes sense. You read through it all stuff, but it's not not particularly engaging. There was nothing that, that drew us into it. And I found Robert De Niro, oh, I'm going to be really cruel here, like just the good actors, but they weren't compelling or anything. I wasn't like, if if they had been where you wanted to see them on screen, and I was like, I can't wait until they come back. Something like, let's say Heath Ledger's Joker, as soon yeah. as he comes on screen, you're like, oh yes, give me more of that. And you get those characters there. Mm. The film would have really benefited from that. But Frank as a character... It's just so boring. I, d- I didn't really know why he was doing the stuff he did. Um, the only real interest I maybe had is towards the end of the film. I thought there was so many interesting things there. Um, but I think I was also getting excited that it was nearly over um, <laughs> as well. That just, I just wasn't. Oh, so God. why, because <laughs> this film, generally speaking, has been critically applauded. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the disconnect is? Why do you think you have had an opinion that is so juxtaposing to what these critics have? That's not, I, that's not to say... I, I, I value your opinion on films more than I value the opinions of a lot of critics and things. Oh, thank you. Because I think you, I think you and I have very 
I think you and I have fairly similar tastes, yeah. apart from Blade Runner. But <laughs> so we what, have more similar tastes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what? Like Leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially so, so where do you think the disconnect has been? I, what do you think they I, saw that you haven't? I worry that this is, in terms of Scorsese, you you expect sort of greatness. And because Goodfellas, it, Scorsese feels like he does crime very well. And yeah. that's his sort of thing. And I feel like you'll be able to pull a lot out from the film and dissect and there's there's potentially interesting stuff there. Yeah. But I think just with the with the length of it, I think if you made this film an hour and a half, that would be that's good. That's, Could that's you enough. justifiably tell that this story within that within that I think so, yeah. I don't think you needed to put in as much as possible. Like I, I even saw something online where someone's and chunked it up into almost four episodes. And it it definitely works slightly more like that if you've got these self-contained episodes of when things happen mm. but actually you cut it out you you put the stuff with Hoffa being the main thing and he and and that becomes the much more condensed film um and I, I just I don't think I was getting anything more out of having an extended time like I didn't need more time okay within the film to understand potentially motivations because even having that long it's kind of the motivations were just sort of there. Isn't it funny how you you can you can you could watch, for example, you could watch a mini series like Chernobyl, uh-huh. which is five episodes long, yeah. and is actually when you package it all together, is longer than The Irishman, yeah. and feel like you're getting a more worthwhile journey or narrative out of that yeah. than having it as a three and a half hour long movie where you feel like you are required to watch it all in one sitting. Yes, exactly. And I think it's been weird how it's come out as well, especially with being pushed through on Netflix. And then Mm. I've seen Scorsese said, don't watch it on your phone. I'm thinking, well, you put it on Netflix. What are people going to do? Watch it through on their phone. And you have that capability to pause it, to go back to it and Mm. stuff. Um, To be fair, though, Alfonso Cuaron did say that about Roma last year as well, saying, you know, ideally, yes, this film is on Netflix. Please don't watch it on your phone, though, and and make sure that you don't have it on, like, the progressive scan stuff and motion blur. I could get behind with Roma because it is a visually interesting film. Yes. And it it would lend itself to a more cinematic experience. Right. And And I watched that on a small screen with Roma, and I didn't feel like I would benefit from having this on a bigger screen. Well, in the fairness, they didn't want to watch it, so I wouldn't benefit from any screen that would happen. I just, I didn't... And I feel like I'd, I'd get people saying, well, if you watched it on a, a big screen there, you'd get more of experience, but I really don't feel like I would. Mm. I did, like, so, so you mentioned Blade Runner. Blade Runner 2049. Go to a cinema, it's watch that. It's absolutely a cinema music, experience. everything through yeah. on that creates that complete experience. I don't think anything else is gained from this film being in the cinema okay. because I just I just don't, didn't think it was very good. So, um, okay. So I think you've kind of answered the question already in terms of is it a classic? Yeah. But, uh, can I just, this is a real nitpicky thing, but I think because I was so far into it, I started picking up on these. There are two really weird edits. Okay. And I wonder whether you might pick up on them okay. when you watch it through. And the only issue with that was all of a sudden I was thinking, goodness, they haven't even watched this through to make sure it's all there. It felt like there was so much content there they hadn't had the time and attention something shorter would have to go through and really make sure it's a succinct uh, narrative. It's interesting because actually he, Scorsese has made some pretty big epic films of recent. Yeah. If you think of Wolf of Wall Street, for example, that's a three-hour movie as well. And Wolf of Wall Street... 
I'd say it's potentially too long, but I quite enjoyed because yeah. of the character there. And it was, you know, actually, that goes back on that thing of not needing to like characters to enjoy a film because mm. the characters you got there are doing so yeah. much scandalous stuff and yeah. they're so uh, larger than life. You want to see what the next thing is and yeah. it takes you along that journey. Whereas the issue with The Irishman is it's so muted right. that you don't want to see what the next thing is. You just want to see, carry on with your life. I, for me, Wolf of Wall Street is one of Martin Scorsese's worst films. Right, okay. I, I, I think it, it, it is way too long. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, okay. So, <laughs> Wait for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, not a classic. Not classic. Not no, a classic. no. I mean, it, when they come down in terms of Scorsese films, I just, I don't think this would be ranked, ranked highly. I don't think it's, it's necessarily bad. It's think, like, it's like if an amazing chef makes you a sandwich, but the bread's moldy. Yeah. You don't want to eat it, but you can realize actually that would have been really good. I think it's. I think. <laughs> I well, I, I will. I will definitely watch it, even even though you're. Recommending you need to watch me Triple to. Frontier first. Yep. Then the Meg. Um, yeah. And then the Irishman. Did you watch okay. Venom? Oh, Venom. Yeah, I you told you about Venom. Venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch Venom. Yeah. Oh, you caught up a little bit. Yeah, the kissing scene. Oh, that was weird. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right. By himself, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't bring that tongue anywhere near me. Okay, on to the good, the bad, and the Brent. And now it's time for... The good, the bad, and, and the Brent. Brent. Oh, this is a weird. lovely spin on our usual feature, the good, the bad, and the bad, Ron. So uh, in this circumstance, we are going to ask Rob um, uh, to name a film that generally, universally speaking, is very well liked, acclaimed, uh, adored by millions of, Pompe- millions of people around the world. But Rob has just never been able to get down with it. Okay. <laughs> quite so, quite inappropriate. Rob, give us an introduction and then release it on us. Now, I would say... I'm turning my chair for I had this. already picked this film. Yep. And I, hadn't, I haven't changed it because you haven't watched The Irishman. But I'm scared that this one's going to hurt. Okay? Okay. Um, because it's definitely... It is... That's going to hurt me. Yes. Right, okay. It is renowned to be a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. If you think within uh, the studio that 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 makes these films, this is often signposted to be the greatest one that studio has produced. Is it Prisoner of Azkaban? It's not Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Sorry. It is Spirited Away. Oh! <laughs> okay. You okay? I'm, I'm You're okay? Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Slightly hurt. I'm right. So what it is with studio... Ghibli? Ghibli? Tomato, tomato. Oh, you're not going to speak to us now. Um, <laughs> I am it, talking to you. <laughs> it's in terms of with their films, I I always feel like they should be films that I absolutely love. I quite like um, sort of uh, uh, Japanese culture sort of ideas and, mm-hmm. and what they throw through into their films. Um, but I always find there's just something lacking. And when it came to Spirited Away, I found, I'd watched uh, My Neighbor Totoro um, Kiki's Delivery Service and Princess Mononuke mm-hmm. and I was ready to be like right now Spirited Away will get me on board because I've seen some stuff that I kind of like but they've never quite grabbed me Spirited Away is the film to do that and boy was I wrong right. like I hadn't watched it as a kid um, I watched it fairly recently and I thought as well like here I'll be well on board with this film but I just I found that I wanted more of an adventure mm. and it kind of just 
it's just her work. It doesn't feel like an actual story throughout. You get these weird sort of sections within that don't seem to then interlace with one another. And as well, I feel like this sort of a thing where within the films, they're all of a sudden like, oh, right, we need like a third act. We need something at the end to happen. Mm. Right, let's just do this thing. And they just go on with it. And then, um, spoilers for Spirited Away, when she finds out that the boy was a river, was absolutely laughable. Okay. That I thought was ridiculous. Right. So Spirited Away is my film there. Go okay. for it. Um, so it is not my top three. Ooh, okay. Studio Ghibli. Um, but it was the film that... Um, it was the first Studio Ghibli film that I saw at the cinema. And for me, as a cinema experience, it was outstanding. And I came away from it with a a a, 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 a sort of re- with even more sort of adoration for what Studio Ghibli do. Um, I can absolutely see where you're coming from, though, because in terms of narrative, uh, in terms of uh, genre and and uh, sort of set pieces and the different types of characters that you get in the film. It does feel very surreal. It's a very surreal world. Which I, I've got no issue with. Like yeah. Twin Peaks, The Return, yeah. was absolutely awesome because of that surrealness. <laughs> yeah. And actually some of the, the character ideas were in it. And no Face, mm. yeah, there's a reason why you you type in anything with Studio Ghibli and he's all over the place. Yeah. Um, because he is quite an interesting character and I had no perception of what character he would be. Yeah. But I just, I, I then maybe wanted him placed within a, a different sort of story. And like, I don't know, just, it, it just seemed all these random things were sort of happening. I couldn't really latch onto anything. I mm. didn't really care what was going on. And it, so, what, what made it outstanding then? What, what, what's the bits for you? Because I'd never seen a film like that before, ever. Right. And I still, despite all the madcap things that happen in that film, the different uh, surreal and wonderful characters, by the end of it, I felt like I had gone on a on a on a on a journey with Hiro and I feel like I had um I feel like she the 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 type of girl that she is at the beginning of the film is very different to the end of the film and I think what what makes Spirited Away so good is that she is an, absolutely an antithesis of your kind of your typical like Disney princess for example you know she's not her 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 journey doesn't involve having to find a prince charming and uh, you could argue actually that a lot of the disney princesses of nowadays are directly inspired by spirited away because they don't you know their sense of fulfillment of disney princesses of, of the of the new millennia so to speak are not their fulfillment is not defined by whether they find a a, a man to love at the end of it and sure, actually, I with that. And, uh, what? I, no, I hadn't. I, I hadn't registered with that. And yeah. I think maybe that's an interesting point of when I've watched it. Because at the beginning of Spirited Away, she that that central character, she's quite spoiled. She's quite brattish. She's kind of she's very ungrateful. She comes across as very ungrateful. For well, the, the parents all of a sudden are, are driving down a random track, and then are like, "Oh, let's just go through this tunnel and stuff." So I yeah, think she's in I, her own right to be I like, think, "What on earth are you doing?" Yeah, but I think she. She by by the end of it, she's she's she goes through this journey of learning what it means to be independent, learning what it means to be somebody who actually where where being socially harmonious is actually a, an advantage, is a good thing in life. 
and I think she she yeah she learns to stand up for herself and and also learns to kind of respect her parents as well <sighs> <I don't... laughs> all all through all through the whole thing of of you know bathing like spirit gods and that sort of thing i yeah it's 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 not one of my favorite studio ghibli films. what's your favorite one my neighbor totoro right okay see I it's st- absolutely my favorite second uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, okay. Which was Kiki's Delivery Service? Uh, the one where the witch, uh, the, the the young witch goes to has as part of their kind of pilgrimage as a sort of rites of passage, have to go off to um, be independent and live away from their right. sort of name their their hometown for a while to learn to kind of grow up to be a. There are some comparisons because that's the thing. It always feels like they go off to somewhere and then they end up with a job, like you're saying, when she's bathing <laughs> like spirits and stuff. Like, yeah, I I think my whole idea with it, I wanted more of like, so I I really like adventure things. So we spirited away. I th- I thought even with the title, she's spirited away. Yeah. It's going to be off on this this big adventure. I think I was just a bit disappointed that then everything had to be so contained within. Um, the, the whatever the workplace is with the all bath these house. the bathhouse. Yeah. Whereas if you'd taken like your characters like No Face and and uh, <laughs> the baby and, and and stuff like that, and actually had them and go the, out and yeah. venture, like have them go along as characters and explore these different environments, like I think I think that was more what I was expecting to happen. That I feel like it's such a shame that it stalls in a single location when oh. you could explore more. Because my neighbor Totoro yeah. is again seems to be within a single location. But I think push. it's it's about it's about the adventure of it's it's the adventure of the self as well as being sort of an adventure of an unknown location. All of those locations are very even though yes they are contained, they have within themselves a great deal of entropy. There's a great deal of the unknown within those locations. Yeah, but then it's And that yeah. in itself is an adventure, no? It's the thing pretty is, boring adventure. The thing is, is that you you can't you can't deny a feeling, and if you don't feel like you felt anything from that film, who am I to say that you're wrong? I'm not. Yeah, I think the thing is, is that you you if if I don't I don't think actually you having that opinion of of Spirited Away is controversial because actually if if you turn around and said something like. You, if you said you had the same feeling about something like Inside Out... That's then, next week. Then, <laughs> then we would definitely have issues. Because, yeah, love that film. Yeah, good. Uh, but, <laughs> That's Adam's. But I, but I do, I, I admittedly, I, I, am, I am one of those people that does love the Ghibli of... And I, well, I think that's it. And I, this maybe comes back to Nolan, like I was speaking about before, mm. is that the, Studio Ghibli and Christopher Nolan are two... Uh, entities, I'll have to say, um, that I really want to get involved with because I see how much people love them. Yeah. And I just never have that feeling and that no. connection. So when I was asking for the first film, I was hoping you'd say one that I hadn't seen because all of a sudden it's like, right, that's my chance to get in. Yeah. So I think then with Spirited Away, that was my, that was the the time where it'd be like, right, I've got that feeling. I'm part of it. I like it. This is my thing. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. Okay. Well, may I... Then recommend, I don't want to watch another one. May I recommend Ponyo no. instead? It, that is that's something that you and your daughter would love watching together. What's the you one really with the fat necked woman? Fat necked woman. Is that Studio Ghibli one? Isn't that not Spirited Away? Like I can't the think one with the massive head. Uh, who owns the bathhouse? No. 
Oh no, is it not the Moving Castle one? Is that How's Moving, moving Castle? castle? Yeah. That's really good See, one. I, but again, are they on a castle? That's why it just moves. I, now, How's Moving Castle for me is one of my least favourite Studio Ghibli films. I only watched bits of it mm. when we broke into the library and stuck a film on. Right? <laughs> you broke into the library? Yeah, we always do it. So anyway, right? Okay. Carry on. <laughs> and we'll watch that and I realise, oh, this is, this is all right. So, have you seen Spirited Away? No. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, I've seen um, Neighbor Totoro. I've seen Princess Monarchy. Mm-hmm. What's your view? Uh, I think they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I think I can get why the appeal. Like, I think, tell you, like, My Neighbor Totoro, none of it really made sense. And someone tried to say, oh, well, it does this way. I was like, no, it doesn't. I refuse <laughs> to acknowledge someone's explanation of it. I think, right? I think My, my Neighbor Totoro. Of all the films, the reason why it's my favourite is because, like with Rob, it 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 touches me emotionally. Even though I can't, I've never been able to relate to the father and the two daughters and and that whole thing. I can't really, it. That power of animation through that film is is brilliant. For me. I never got that from a Studio Ghibli film. Yeah, right. I've just sat there thinking this is really weird, and I, like I kind of enjoy it because it's weird, but nothing. Okay. Yes. More to, That's nothing it. more to that. That's it. Like Spirited Away, I enjoyed the weirdness. I enjoyed the massive baby, the heads like yeah. bouncing away, then the the paper yeah. and all of that stuff. I love all of that. That I just same with Nolan. I love all the spectacle, yeah. all the stuff there. I just want to have. I want to be touched emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> so can <laughs> to you have so that tell, extra thing. so tell me a a similar animation that made you that really did touch you emotionally. Undone. Yeah, on on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's not similar, but it, it again yeah, it has that sort of scope. surreal sort of aspect to it, and, yeah. and it it brings you in on on that journey there, where you want to see what happens. You're yeah. long, you long for the journey with that character. I think as well. I think Spirited Away is very much an Alice in Wonderland film. Oh, it's I don't a, do that. It, Alice a, in Wonderland's my, my favorite book. Yeah, but I mean, it's a very much a down the rabbit hole sort of thing, like you know what's on the other side and how this girl is going to not escape from this world, but yeah, find a way. <laughs> Yeah. So there is similarities there. Yeah. I said undone, though. Have I just... Alice in Wonderland. No, I know. Have I ruined Alice in Wonderland? I don't know. I, d- I felt quite defensive with you <laughs> yeah, bringing you Alice really in did. Wonderland I, I, I. To, towards Spirited Away. I was like, no, get him away. So, um... Not that I really like the Disney ones. Okay. So, yeah, do do try Ponyo. No. How long is it? <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. Three and a half hours oh, long. No. <laughs> I can't do it again. They So what they do is they, they've de-aged Ponyo in the film. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna Paquin has a silent role throughout the I was whole thing say, as well. Oh, I didn't even get onto Anna Paquin within that film. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Shall we? Shall we get to the end of our podcast? Yes, please. So, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Before we leave, of course, we need to give you our outro stuff, our plot twist, and thirty-second recommendations. Adam, can you remind us of last week's plot twist, please? No. No, um, you can't do that. No, it was, what was it, something? Oh, <laughs> this is your feature, dude. I know, it's I angry right people in a room. Are angry in a room. Yeah, something like that. And I guessed 12 Angry Men. You did, but it wasn't that. No. Okay. Saw? I think you no, guessed that last that. week as oh, well. Nice. Yeah. The Cube? 
the game what, show. The game show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. Well done. Um, was it? Um, do you know it? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay, can you please? <laughs> can you put us out of our misery? It was Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, that, that's, that works that's nicely. fair. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. It's all set in one I reckon room, some basically. people probably would have got that as well. But yeah, yeah I was... well done, you people. Did anyone uh, email in? No, yeah. nobody emailed in, and nobody, nobody tweeted. You mean? Oh, our Twitter handle <laughs> is talking here R B A D at talking here R B A D. Next week's? Yes, please. So this is a fan's dreams come true. A fan's dreams come true. Yeah. Field of Dreams. An actual fan. Yes. Nice. Think of all the fan-related films. The Happy Toaster. There's a fan in that, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Field of Dreams. Fan, no. Fan's Dreams. But is it sport-related? It could be. Oh. <laughs> is it... Moneyball. Yeah. No. Is that a film? It is a film. Yeah. But it's not the film. Uh, Dodgeball. No. No. Oh, I'm out. Tune in next week. Now there was a there was a there was a series of films called Goal. The movie. What was it called? Goal, <laughs> which was about like the rise of a of a, a footballer. What did he do? He scored goals. Oh, that's not the title. Goal. <laughs> there you go. He scored goal. He scored a goal. Scored Should goal. we do our recommendations? Yes. Yeah. Now just say we've had clearance through from Aaron that we can now recommend TV shows. Amazing. Yes. Uh, the reason being is because I kind of feel like uh, we're in a golden age of television. And I think that it's important that we do recommend some television because some aspects of it are very cinematic. And I watch a lot of television. You do watch a lot of television. Adam, <laughs> over to you and your 30-second recommendation. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, off you pop. This is going to be a TV show. Oh. It's going to be a comedy from the 80s called The Young Ones. God. <laughs> it was The Young Ones. They don't know. This is the thing. You go up, you will say, you will say The Young Ones. They don't know it. It's mental, right? Have they not heard The Young Ones? Right? There's somebody like, oh, I've heard, of, I've seen Bottom. Bottom's not The Young Ones. The young Ones was better, right? People watch The Young Ones, Rick Meal. Uh, student accommodation shenanigans. There we go. Don't don't get the countdown. I'm done. <laughs> your your thirty second recommendation done. was just a rant about young people. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when he went and they said you can't remember Napoleon Dynamite? Everyone's seen that. That happens. Right. First of all, right. <laughs> the young ones. Yeah. Yeah. Most, <laughs> most people your age, Adam, don't watch Gold. Yeah. It's not even on Gold or, or Dave. They don't watch either one of those, really. They generally tend to watch, well, like YouTube, really, don't they? Get okay. on YouTube. And you get on YouTube. And also, The Young Ones, it's, it's a little, I would agree, great TV series. A little dated now, though. Nah, watch it, me granda, and we both right. agree. Right? <laughs> that tells me everything I need to know. We both we went, do you think it's dated? And he goes, no. <laughs> and we're like, fantastic. I'll tell um, everyone on the podcast. He went, you do that. I'm like, I will. <laughs> And that's what we'll do. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Rob, over to you. And your 30-second recommendation starts in three, two, one. Off you go. Well, I'll go with one I've already mentioned, Undone, which is on Amazon Prime. It's mm. a fantastic uh, fantastic story. Um, really interesting visually. Really good things to think about conception-wise. Um, it's uh, The people behind it did amazing stuff on BoJack Horseman. Again, another recommendation, and it's done with all rotoscope, rotoscoping, where like a scanner darkly, the whole thing looks like a, a painting come to life, and it is wonderful. 
Great. It's better than the new ones. And that was within two seconds as well. It's not lovely. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen Undone? Oh, it's really, really good. Yeah, I, I would agree, it's great. Yeah. Now, I've only watched four episodes of it. And <gasps> How have you not made it to the end? I, I do don't it. know. No, you got no. the Irishman to watch. First. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Have the Meg. And and Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Yes. Do I really have to watch that? Yes. Like ever? Yes. yes. Oh. I'm watching uh, Irishman. Oh, well, I will definitely. Are you going to watch the Irishman? Yeah, because I feel I've got an honour. Okay. An obligation. Yeah. Obligation. Yeah. You've done it, I'll do it. That's can, how it always works. We can re-review it. <laughs> right, Aaron, what's your recommendation in three, two, one, go? So, um, my recommendation is a film called Narc, um, which came out quite a few years ago now. It's directed by Joe Carnahan. Uh, it stars... Uh, are we okay here? You got you like Neither of you know what this film is, do no, you? No, right? keep going. Uh, it's, it's, effectively, it's, it's effectively about <laughs> a, a duo of... Um, um, drug crime fighters, detectives. I make it sound like a robots super... in disguise. Do you know what? Like scrap, scrap this. I, I, I've made an awful recommendation here. It is. And times up. Yeah, do. Look, Narc is a good film. I enjoyed it. It's a good, good Sorry, quality it's crime thriller. Yeah. One Sorry. from 2002. Yeah, it is good. You I said enjoyed. a few years ago, not like all the years. Well, there is. Ago. That's there's still a few. <laughs> I was. I was probably ago. only. 37 then? <laughs> I was 12. Goodness. Were you? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't watching Knock. I was watching The Mummy Returns. Oh, The Mummy yeah, Returns. Oh, I should have recommended that. Yeah, I should have. No, uh, yeah. Scorpion King. Scorpion King. Even better. I can't even agree with you on that one. Oh, okay. The Mummy Returns yeah. is pretty solid, though. Yeah, it's a good film. I enjoyed mm. it. Like, everyone goes, oh, The Rock, he looks like a PlayStation 2 game. It's like, yeah. Yeah, but he's in it. Yeah, he does he's look in. awful. He looks awful, but it's yeah. a pretty banging film. Back when I was 12, I didn't know, though. No, you didn't know. I bet you didn't know. About what? Exactly. Yeah, you don't know. Anyway, are you keeping with that recommendation? Do you want to do it? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, I, yes, oh, okay. I, I'm going to stick with it. Okay, Thank cool. You, yeah, you always said you want to do this in three minutes. I'll yeah, get on to seven. Three well, minutes. Yeah, not going to happen, is it? Right, anyway, I guess this just leaves us to just say, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Yes, thank and you. And thank you to Rob. For reviewing the Irishman, for Woo! Us, we will watch it. Yes, well done. Woo! Yeah, congratulations! Oh, Makes and there's high fives while. going on. No, I, I, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. No, uh, it just leaves us to just say one thing, Rob. I'm leaving here. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I showed you three minutes ago. <laughs>